Welcome to Navigating Change, everyone, the podcast from Tybal Inc. My name is Pete Wright, and thank you so much for joining us. What you are about to hear is part three of a conversation in progress between Howard Tybal and yours truly uh, on uncovering your why and the, the uh, robust decision-making process that Howard has been using with his clients uh, as it has evolved over the years. It's a great conversation. In episode one, if you missed it, make sure you go back and, and catch it. It was episode 25 of the podcast where we talked about these foundational elements of the visioning process. Episode Two, uh, part two of this conversation was episode 26 last week, where we talked about brainstorming and the importance of strong leadership in this process. And this week, we wrap it up with a conversation on making the transition to uh, from uh, brainstorming and ideation into strategic management and day-to-day operations. Thank you again so much for keeping up with this uh, conversation. Again, episodes 25 and 26 of Navigating Change, you'll find parts one and two of this conversation. We encourage you to go back and and um, and check those out, just so you don't, uh, don't miss any holes in the conversation. Again, thanks so much. And now, part three of Uncovering Your Why. Uh, I had uh, another one last question before we wrap up because we've this is uh, one of our longer uh, conversations, but I think it's important. Is this idea of how you may move, uh, how you decide to move from that judgment step to uh, assigning responsibility? What are the, uh, you know, to me there's a there's a gut check piece that says, um, you know. It, if you're in a particular quadrant of your matrix, it, it makes it pretty easy to say, you know, this item needs to go to the board, and they're going to need to keep their eye on this over the next three years because it's a particularly strategic item. Uh, are there any sort of, rule of rules of thumb that you apply when you're when you're actually assigning responsibilities uh, versus, uh, you know, and, and making the determination between tactical versus strategic uh, operational issues? Well, I, I use it based on sort of this idea of short-term versus long-term. Okay. Is the problem you're trying to solve, you know, for, for, to me, it's very simply, if those items that are, are urgent and important uh, fall in that quadrant you need to focus on, these are the short-term things we and, – and that's where, you know, these are the things that are most familiar to people. This is, this is the area that people get stuck often is we got too much stuff to do. Uh, so in terms of rules of thumb, I don't have necessarily a rule of thumb for this, but but I think that what what the person in charge needs to do or the group needs to do is to step back and, as you said, basically say, did we capture everything? Is there any other way of looking at this that we haven't considered? And then basically saying, we got it. I mean, I, I think nine times out of ten, the kinds of decisions we need to make, and I'm putting aside, by the way, uh, metrics that are important in this process. You know, really being able to say, well, what does the data tell us? Which is another whole. Some some initiatives require data to help make a decision. Others don't, mm-hmm. right? So, if 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 I'm dealing with uh, an issue around uh, net revenue. I want to understand all the elements that are contributing. Where are our costs? Where where are uh, the revenue, the gross revenue, and how do we how do we think about what we should be doing more of or less of? We need that data to help identify the problem. But there's other kinds of decisions that are really tr- trusting your gut and saying this is what we want to move forward. And if you've got a team, if you're in charge of a team, you just need to know that. Your team in the end is waiting for you to say, all right, good, this has been fantastic. Let's now move on. This is what I want to do. 
or this is what I'd like to do. What do you guys think? And you've got to be willing to move that ball off of this process of uh, problem defining and getting the why to, all right, we understand it. Here's what we're going to do. Come back to me with a plan. And that kind of leadership uh, requires thinking in two ways. One, in the stepping back and having patience and letting a team really deconstruct something and then being willing to then set, step in and say, all right, we're done. It's time to move on. How are we going to implement this? And, and too often I find that the leader has one or two biases. They just want the answer and there's no time for reflection or there's all this reflection and there's not enough being directive. Right. You need both. You need both. Uh, so we sort of transition. What's interesting yeah. is we transition from a decision-making model to, from a people standpoint, how do you move, how do you actually move this through a process? And more and more in my work, my experience is around you need the person, the designated person in charge or a person that the group identifies or is willing to say is in charge to to move the process forward and that they're given the trust to do it. Now, sometimes the trust is given because they're, they're, they're the authority and they have legal authority because they're in charge. And other times it's because they've got great influence and they're respected and the group will give them that permission. So, you know, the two conversations we've talked about here is the process for decision-making, but then the key for someone to be paying attention to where you are in the process and what are we going to do now about it? Well, yeah, I think that's uh, that's the observation I was coming to, too, that that particularly when you overlay one on top of the other, there are no there are few obvious gates uh, for when you have finished one stage and need to move on to the next of this this decision making process. And too often when you see a model, you are looking for obvious gates. How can you how can a gate make my decision making process easier? And that's not what we're talking about here. Well, we're actually, not... there is a gate. The gate the gate is in language. The gate is is the is is looking around the room when there's a pause in the discussion and saying, have we effectively captured the why? Well, and that's what I mean. I, I don't I don't think that's an obvious gate. I think that's what takes a, a leader with some, uh, you know, experience uh, and practice at doing this to make those observations. Um, well, and, but again, you could, what's interesting is if you think about it, you know, I've trained myself to think that way. Uh, there are internal leaders that, have been through this process and you can learn pretty easily to step back from the content and then say, all right, are we ready to move on to the, to the, to the, to the brainstorming? Are right. we ready to move on to refinement? Uh, you're right. It's not obvious, but it can be learned. It's, it's basically making it conscious that you have to own moving people through this. You know when you're not ready, when your instinctive response is to ask the group, so what do you think? We ready to move on to the next step? Right. That's I, I right. mean, how many meetings have you been a part of in the, your career that that's that's kind of the gate. And, and that's the yeah. one I'm, I'm thinking of. That's, it's the office space gate, you know. Yeah. For uh, me, it's see what when I will say, did we capture the why? Yeah. I actually am privately thinking that we did capture the why. Yeah. 
but it's not but for you me need the group to, to agree decide it. that. Yeah. Yep. 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 This is good. This is so good. I'm going to, uh, we, we need to, we need to put a fork in it. This is uh, this is a great conversation. And, and, uh, um, I, I think we'll be talking more ab- about these topics in the future, but for now, this is a, a fantastic way to kick this one off. And we'll post the—it's uh, okay, right? We'll post a, a, the graphic that we've kind yes. of been working through uh, on the website um, uh, under this um, uh, this episode. I believe it's episode 25. You can look for episode 25 uh, for the show notes on tybalink.com. And, uh, you know, make sure you subscribe to the show in iTunes. It's a great way to, uh, to subscribe to make sure you don't miss a single episode of Navigating Change. And while you're there, if you have an extra second uh, to visit the ratings and reviews section in iTunes and give us a, a, a rating or a comment, let us know what you're thinking. Let us know how you, uh, how you listen to the show and what you think of the topics. If you have ideas, we sure would love to hear them. And uh, thank you so much, everybody. On behalf of Howard Teibel, uh, I'm Pete Wright, and we'll catch you next time on Navigating Change, the podcast from Teibel, Inc. Thank you.